Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2018 Week 11, which happened March 12th through 14th, right after WWE Fastlane, and it's consisted of Raw episode 1294, SmackDown 969, Mixed Match Challenge Week 9, 205 Live uh, number 68, Main Event number 285, and NXT episode 438. All right, so let's get right into it. On Raw, Roman Reigns is suspended after calling out Brock and Vince. Then uh, Finn Balor defeats Seth after a segment on Miz TV. Asuka defeats Mickey James instead of fighting Alexa Bliss. We'll see uh, Asuka and Alexa Bliss fight next week. Alexa claims, well, of course you challenge Charlotte. Because you knew you couldn't beat me. And then Asuka points out, I've already beaten you. So I'll do it again next week. Backstage, Alexa is upset that Nia didn't show up when she was presented as Asuka's opponent for the night. And uh, Nia says, well, sorry. Kurt Angle said I have a match. And that match is against Joan King, who is very, very frightened from the start of this segment. And she gets, uh, she gets destroyed. By Naya. Afterwards, Alexa and Mickey are having a conversation backstage before their scheduled interview, and the camera and the microphone are on, uh, displaying it all for everybody in the arena to see, including Nia Jax, who they talk some mad crap about. Uh, this enrages Nia, and she goes storming to the back and uh, th- throws things around in that dressing room. Uh, they were able to make an escape right before she got there. Uh, so I'm interested to see where this goes. Will Naya be able to destroy Alexa to get her revenge? Well, uh, she had made a promise earlier that she would be ringside for Alexa's match against Asuka. So there's going to be some kind of involvement there, I'm sure, next week. After a series of events involving the tag team division, pretty much everybody attacking the bar um, before an actual match was supposed to start, uh, the main events was a battle royal, a tag team battle royal. Uh, So all the tag teams came out. We had the bar there on commentary. uh, And then before the match began, Braun Strowman comes out and they, they let him compete. He participates in this tag team battle royal and wins. So, as a result, Braun Strowman has earned a championship opportunity against the bar for the Raw Tag Team Championship at WrestleMania. Uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I have a feeling that they might do a kind of copy of the Lars Sullivan storyline that he is trying his hardest to, to go after the tag team titles there. Uh, and he just kept going through all these partners because the partners kept failing him. And he would just tell them, don't do anything. Don't tag yourself in. Let me handle it. But then they would tag themselves in and then get defeated. Uh, I could see them going that way with Braun Strowman that instead of beating up the jobbers, that he teams up with the jobbers for the next couple of weeks trying to find a partner until uh, finally he finds someone 
to team up with them, whoever that that might be, or at least find somebody who knows how to follow directions. Like, just stay out of it. Don't even be at ringside. Like, stay over by the ramp, and I'll take care of this. That way, there's no possibility of you tagging in. Um, it's merely, uh, it's it's merely to 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 satisfy a requirement to be a tag team that you're even here, that you're even in the building. If they get somebody who's just some some weirdo off the streets, so uh, yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was a pretty pretty solid main event for Raw. Uh, oh yeah, there is this moment when all of the remaining tag teams they like all regrouped and have a huddle. Uh, it would be similar to like if if you're at the office or something and there's like a wild animal that's got in there and they're like, okay, we have to figure this out. I know none of us like each other or whatever, but we have to get rid of this deer. That's just wrecking all of our desks. It's calm right now. Uh, we got to come up with a plan, but ultimately the deer won. It just knocked everybody out of the windows. And uh, here we are. All right, uh, we also have Ultimate Deletion happening ne- next week. Uh, I assume that since they showed that on the Hulu version of the show, um, like the preview for next week, that they will actually show the Ultimate Deletion itself next week. So that should be pretty fun. All right, SmackDown number 969 coming off of Fastlane. AJ gets the you de- deserve it chance. And he says, no, I earned it. And then later, Cedric Alexander uh, wins his uh, his tournament match on 205 Live. Get, also gets those I Deserve a Chance. And he says, no, I earned it. So um, that'll definitely be a thing moving forward in response to those chants, I assume. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out and says, uh, everybody likes you, but everybody likes me too. So we're going to have a good match and stuff. Uh, Rusev comes out. He has a match against AJ. Uh, he gets disqualified when Aiden English interferes. Big E and Jimmy Uso team up because all of their teammates, Xavier Woods, uh, Kofi Kingston, and Jay Uso, uh, were obliterated by Bludgeon Brothers next week, last week. Um, so the, the healthy two remain to take them on, and they do a pretty good job. But Jimmy ends up getting pinned by Rowan. Uh, Asuka and Charlotte talk a little bit. And uh, we get more excitement going into WrestleMania between those two. I am so, I am so you have no idea how, how excited I am for that. Like, more than any other match, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby versus Jindy. Jindy wins, but is RKO'd. Um, Randy was on commentary, so he's, he was, he was right in the, in position to be able to out of nowhere or somebody. Okay. To explain, uh, there was a guy yelling for, for Bobby, uh, at the live event in Denver as so funny. Uh, but then at one point, cause it was a, a match between Bobby and Jinder Mahal. Um, at one point he started yelling Jindy, he was calling him Jindy to go along with calling him Bobby, like, Hey. Hey, Bobby! Hey, Jinday! What you doing, Jinday? So, there you go. That's that's why I'm going to refer to him as Jindy. Um, okay. Up next, we had Naomi versus Carmella. I enjoyed the duck-duck goose to the face 
uh, where Carmella dodged a couple of spinning kicks, but uh, Naomi nailed her right in the face. Uh, but Carmella won this match via a roll-up. And then we close the episode with Shane McMahon getting beaten up by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, this is after he's announced that, uh, that it would be Sami versus Kevin at WrestleMania. And that uh, as of this episode, he will be taking a leave of absence from the position of commissioner. So, uh, yeah, we'll see where things go from here. Um, there is news that AJ Styles might have an injury of some kind. Uh, hopefully it's nothing major and he can just rest up a bit to be as close to 100% at WrestleMania because, man, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, that's my second most looked forward to match of WrestleMania this year uh, behind Asuka versus Charlotte. Of course, as I just said. Um, okay, let's. Speaking of Charlotte, the Robe Warriors defeated Rusev Day in the Mixed Match Challenge. My favorite bit from this episode was when Beth Phoenix asks the others, uh, Have you ever gone in for a loving embrace and had it reversed into a headlock? So Beth probably says the fewest words out of all the shows week to week. But they have the highest percentage of being very entertaining. So I'd say that puts her in the top couple of spots as far as commentators go. And I love it. Um, also, right up there with her are Nigel and Vic Joseph over on Main Events and 205 Live. If you're not watching those shows, you got to check it out just for their... Um, they, they, have, they have some pretty great chemistry together. I, I like them a lot. And, you know, Corey and Tom continue to be really great. So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that they're they're getting worse or anything like that. I'm saying that overall the commentary is getting better and better and better. Um, but you could stand to bring back somebody else instead of a recent addition to one of the shows. Oh, that it was rough this week. Some really, really weird questions. Like the kind of questions that somebody who's never seen wrestling before or any sport before. And uh, I didn't write down specific things, but I'll, I'll maybe have to do that uh, next week. So now we can vote for who is going to face Charlotte and Bobby Roode, get their second chance. I voted for Biggie and Carmella because I really want to see them together more. I want to see Carmella be a, a part of the New Day, um, not just for this tournament, but just like all the time. Just have them have each other's backs, do all kinds of stuff. And it is kind of interesting that a lot of these mixed matches, that they're on opposite sides of the heel-face coin. But in, anyway, uh, we had some great videos posted by Rusev and Lana where they're making fun of uh the other teams we had them um so far i've seen them dressed up as naomi and jimmy that was pretty funny and then uh they also did biggie and carmella so i think they're only doing the other smackdown teams um but uh whoever gets voted in it's gonna be a lot of fun because every single episode of this i've enjoyed so far up next, we had 205 Live. Uh, we opened with a tag team match 
Lince Dorado and Grand Metallic teamed up to face Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa. Uh, Team Lucha does beat Team Japan in this matchup. Um, there was a great moment when Lince Dorado jumped off of Grand Metallic's back to the outside. That was pretty incredible. Uh, we also had Jack Gallagher versus a guy called Murphy Myers. Um, Jack did all kinds of things, including trapping Myers in the apron, and Jack came away with the win there. Uh, we had the next tournament match to determine the first person who will be fighting for the Cruiserweight Championship at WrestleMania. This match was between Cedric Alexander and Roderick Strong. Um, lots of close, close calls. Uh, we had a lumbar check, but they landed a bit too close for a bit too close to the ropes, and Roderick got his foot on there to break the the three count. And then we also had an end of heartache that ended up too close to, to the ropes, and Cedric Alexander got his foot over there to break the three count. Um, so in the end, Cedric won via a roll up. And he will go on to face either Mustafa Ali or Drew Gulak at WrestleMania for the Cruiserweight Championship. That's whoever wins that match, whoever won this match out of those four is going to be a, a pretty great. I'm hoping that it's Drew Gulak, but it would also be a pretty awesome match with Mustafa Ali because we've had um, a little bit of head to head. They had that amazing match a few weeks ago. I think it was uh, right before this tournament even started. Um, there was just friendly competition between the two of them. Um, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Um, I, if we get a replay of that, even if it's exactly the same as that match, it's still worth watching. But uh, they will surely kick it up a few notches for that WrestleMania atmosphere and crowd. Um so, yeah, I'm super excited to see what happens uh, coming up in 205 Live. Also, over on main events, we had that team of Hideo Tommy and Akira Tozawa uh, go up against Jack Gallagher and TJP. Team Japan won that match. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say who is on top at the moment in these tag teams. Because rumor has it we're going to have a cruiserweight, um, cruiserweight tag team championship introduced after WrestleMania. So we have three teams solidified. One of them has three members that have swapped in and out over the last few weeks. Uh, we could definitely see Cedric and Mustafa Ali team up together. And, of course, Tony Nese and Drew Gulak put aside their differences and uh, team up as well. Also on main event, we saw Goldust defeat Kurt Hawkins. Uh, that was not surprising. If there's one consistent thing week to week, it's Kurt Hawkins losing on main events. I also realized as I mistyped Goldust that if he swapped the D and the L, that uh, he is godlust, which uh, I don't know exactly what that gimmick would entail, but it would seem uh, it kind of invokes uh, like a Ghostbusters Zool type of situation where he's just possessed by some otherworldly god that's lusting to take over the earth or something. I don't know. 
Okay, NXT. Very good episode of NXT. Um, although, okay, Champa. This is the second time he's come out to the crowd, and uh, they don't give him a chance to say anything. They just keep interrupting. They boo him when he brings the mic up to speak, and uh, he ends up leaving. He might be trying to tell us something nice. He could be wanting to compliment everybody, or who knows what. We don't know because they they keep they keep booing him off the stage. They don't let him talk. And that's just rude. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to be a defender of Tommaso Ciampa, but uh, you gotta give, you gotta give everybody a chance to to give their their side of the story. I'd say, at least, so that we can uh, boo them in a more informed way, or something. Uh, before that happened, we had a Dusty Tag Team Classic match: Sanity, Eric Young, and Alexander Wolf uh, defeated. Tito Sabatelli and Riddick Moss uh, with a belly-to-back and neck-breaker combination, which was pretty cool. Um, after the match, um, Nikki, uh, she did interfere a little bit, uh, but it was in response to funny business on, I think it was Moss's part. He was outside, and he was, he was doing some funny business um, to help his his teammate there. Um she hit him with a crossbody outside of, out of there to neutralize that threat. But uh, after the match, she was really excited, and she started to hug the referee. And he's like, no, get away from me, and, like, ran away. I thought that was great. And then she hugged the correct person, somebody who's actually on her team after that. Um, we had Lacey Evans versus Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai won this match pretty quickly with a roll-up. She also had an injured arm that Lacey was focused on it was injured when um when uh Shayna Baszler stomps the the crap out of it um a month or so ago uh Baszler comes out and she's about to attack Dakota Kai but Amber Moon comes to her side uh she's got some big hair going on and uh she announces that they're gonna end this I wrote Donna end it I meant gonna end it at takeover new orleans uh they brawl and uh she goes up for that that eclipse but baszler gets a hold of her arm has her in a uh double wrist lock type chicken wing thing up on the up on the top of the ropes and dakota kai makes the save and ember is able to hit the eclipse and she stands victorious screaming over the crumpled body of Shayna Baszler. Up next, we had another Dusty Tag Team Classic match: Street Profits versus Heavy Machinery. There is some cup antics, cup ant, cup antics. Can you tell what? Uh, that's hard to say. It's such a simple combination of letters: cup antics. With that solo plastic cup, a lot of fun to watch these guys. Um, the the match was finished by Montez Ford hitting a hell of a splash off the top. Like he's I I I don't know how he didn't hit the ceiling. He jumped so high onto Otis Dozovich and the Street Profits got the win. A pretty good match. Pretty fun match. Perhaps um in the top two fun most fun matches of the week. 
Uh, then we had Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole for the UK Championship. It was ended in a disqualification when Fish and O'Reilly attacked, and uh, Roderick Strong comes out to to make the save. And then we finish the episode with the NXT Championship contract signing. Uh, Alistair Black comes out, and then Selena comes out in place of Almas. Almas isn't here tonight, she says. Alistair is just kind of ignoring her. He's fiddling with the table and stuff. And uh, finally, he asks her to hold the contract, moves the table over, and then sits down in the center of the ring. At least now we're on the same level, he says. Uh, all kinds of short jokes. We had two short chants, which I ho- I really hope that continues. But the contract gets signed by both parties, and as Alistair is leaving us as well, I'm glad you came alone because I didn't. And Candice LeRae comes out and beats up Zelina Vega. So we end the week with Alistair Black and Candice LeRae standing side by side, ready to take on the tyranny of Cien and Vega. I don't have much in the way of predictions this week. We're uh, now three weeks out from WrestleMania, so things will get much more clear in the coming weeks. Oh, we had we had John Cena. I didn't even take any note of this. John Cena challenged The Undertaker for real this time. And we'll we'll see soon if The Undertaker accepts. Because apparently the only person standing in the way of that happening is The Undertaker himself. Dun dun dun. All right. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. Uh, I am even more excited for strong style evolved in long beach california which i have a special episode about so stay tuned for that all right let me know what you thought about everything this week and what's coming up in the next few weeks by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back for week 12 of WWE 2018. Bye.